Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of One More Minute. It's your host, Monique Mitchell. Thank you all so much for joining me for Moment Mondays. Now, I think we all can agree that 2020, it has been one hell of a year. When I think about 2020, I think of like the reckoning, right? Uh, When we first started, you look at sermons, you look at, you know, bloggers and podcasters and motivational speakers and influencers and life coaches. 2020 was supposed to be the year of new vision and clarity. In spite of everything going on, With COVID-19, over 100 days of quarantines and social distancing and the world falling apart with social injustice, believe it or not, 2020 is still that. It's still a year for new vision and clarity. For me, I've really pondered on this for quite some time while I've tried to sort through my own anxiety, while I've been uncomfortable, while I've been scared, uh, while trying to just come through with what this year means and search for clarity in the midst of all this confusion. And it registered with me that there are two things that are relevant to every single thing happening this year that deal with the word 2020 and how it's referenced. So let's put on our thinking caps, right? I want you to take a ride with me. It's going to be some symbolism. We're going to kind of dig into what 2020 means, right? So growing up, my mom used to always say, hindsight is 2020, When you think of that saying, it simply means it's easier to analyze and evaluate situations when we're looking back on them in the past than when we are in the present moment. The word hindsight refers to looking back or reflecting on things in the past. This absolutely sums up what's happening right now. Listen, there's never been a better time to be black in in America, in Africa, in Europe, all around the world. It's like every single thing that our ancestors dreamed about or fought for is happening. The civil rights movement ended, but here we are in 2020 still fighting for justice and equality in every area of our life, enforcing and demanding people to do it. Laws against hate crimes are finally being passed. Confederate flags are being taken down and small Cities around the world and around the country, especially in the deep south where the Confederate flag is a symbol of white supremacy and hatred against black people. Statues of the people who oppressed people of the African diaspora around the world are being taken down and removed as a bit of a peace offering to kind of instill level of peace. Right. Brands and businesses are making statements about including black people. Black Lives Matter. Black dads matter. Black moms matter. Black girls matter. For centuries, these brands have profited on black culture. And only now it feels like we're being we're being seen, we're being heard, and we, we're being felt. They're recognizing what we're worth and how we show up in the world. People are finally listening to us. Publications, black, white, and otherwise, are being outed for inequality and bigotry in the workplace. People are being called out for being oppressors and being problematic for turning a blind eye, for not giving people opportunity, or overlooking talent. Folks at the top are being made examples of on a public scale and stepping down or being removed. The veil of white privilege, even that of other people of color, is being removed. This new phrase, you know, BPOC or people of color, black is black and people of color, because guess what? Even people of color discriminate against black people and think they are above us. But their true colors are showing too. Our idols, people we look up to, people we admire, celebrities, influence, otherwise, are canceling themselves out for us because of their ignorance and arrogance. In hindsight, brands, people, and everything in between have finally realized that not only have they had it wrong, they've done it wrong. They've been blind to the experiences of other people of color, of black people, 
and haven't even looked our way in most cases because we're just not a factor. It sucks that it takes the lot taking the lives of innocent people to get the world's attention for more people being killed in their sleep like Breonna Taylor. Her killers are still walking around Kentucky. Having people's, um, you know, police officers stepping on the neck of people like George Floyd. I mean, and the list goes on. It sucks that it took the, their lives being sacrificed to get us where we are now. But here's the reason why those same people are issuing apologies using Black Lives Matters hashtags on all their social media postings and sending out messages about how they stand in support of black people. Why white people are crying white tears. And why they are just not standing in solidarity with the whole community of people is because when they look back on it, they realize that they have been a part of the problem and have perpetuated it. And now they're trying to find a solution to the problem that they've been active in for hundreds of years. There's a whole lot of coulda, shoulda, wouldas right now. But being black and everything in between and blackness is more than a moment. It's a movement. Right. So here's the second part of that. And then there's the most common use of the word 2020. 2020 vision means you see everything clearly. It's defined as denoting vision of normal sharpness. In the most extreme way, every single construct that we've ever known is falling apart or being restructured, rebirthed, or revisioned. For the government on down to our personal lives. What was no longer works. The status quo won't do. And what we've been doing up till now is null and void. I think that this time of isolation is really causing people to leave relationships that they've never ser- that never served them. It's clear that they've either grown apart from people or they had no business being with them from the beginning. But they were going through the motions based on the concept of time and those triggers that they have. They're no longer acceptable because they can't survive with them. Friendships that were already on thin ice are sinking or sailing. Those times we have those relationships where people are constantly withdrawn from you and not making any deposits, that time is over. People are moving past those. And just because you grow apart from people, especially in friendships, doesn't mean you, that you are now enemies. It just means that the time that you had, you know, that saying season and a reason, that season of you guys being in connection and covenant is over. It's expired. People are realizing that their man-made distractions are just that, distractions. The smoke and mirrors of over-consuming ourselves with things that don't matter to fill in the voids of being unhappy, sad, depressed, destructive, or toxic. That time is up. People are slowly starting to realize that less is more. Minimalism, in my opinion, will likely be the new way of life. People are cooking at home. People are staying home. People are working out at home. People are spending time with their families and their loved ones. People are realizing their dreams. I think that for so long, we've been blinded by the things that we haven't taken the time to take care of ourselves or things that really matter, like our hearts and our minds and our spirits and our bodies. I think that it's our fault that we put so much pressure on ourselves to acquire things that don't that speak to our egos and our spirits. I think that stillness and quietness is really forcing people to see what life is really about. It's about love and and self-acceptance. It's sprinkled with the love of other people and consuming their energy too, right? I think that more than ever, people are realizing how important people mean to them. Like who are those key people that you can lean on, that you can talk to, that when you talk to them, it instantly changes your spirit and vice versa. I think that's important. I think that people are finally starting to realize I think that life is about peace of mind and creating a sanctuary that whispers to your soul. 
This forced isolation is making folks heal from traumas and disappointments that for years they buried under the surface of things. And they're finally kind of, you know, coming to terms with where they've been in conflict and the conflict that they've inflicted on other people. I think people are clearing out their space and really making room for new things. It's like we're cutting the fat to get to the meat and root of all things. Now, the flip side of that, solitude is both a gift and it's a curse, right? It can be peaceful and it can be scary. Sometimes it can feel like the walls are closing in on you. And other times, solitude can set you free. On the positive side, I think that people are taking up new hobbies, discovering new passions, or birthing hidden talents. It's just like, what a time to be alive. I see so many of my friends are becoming like plant moms. They're growing gardens that they're eating from. Folks are, you know, spending time with their family. People are discovering talents that might change the course of their life. I read this, uh, I was listening to this really great video by Tabitha, you know, Untab that everybody loves. And she talks about how, you know, in 2020, the things that she has been doing for years is finally making room for her. And all she did was just keep going. If it wasn't for 2020, she wouldn't have the visibility. She wouldn't have the access and things that she has now. And if it wasn't for her using her time of, you know, being home and cooking with her family and just, you know, be like, oh, I'm just going to get on TikTok. Oh, and make some videos on Instagram. She wouldn't be untab America's mom. And that is what solitude and that is what free time has done for her. And I see that doing for other people as well. I think that our visions are becoming clear because we're getting rid of everything that's been in the way. It's like the way we see and experience the world is being torn down and rebuilt. Nothing will be the same after this. Absolutely nothing. And I think it's important that we come to terms with that. I saw this quote um, about 2020 that a whole bunch of bloggers and people were posting. Like, if you don't come out of 2020 with a new business or goals, blah, 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 you wasted this whole year. Now, while I do agree with using your time wisely... I think this year is really about taking note of what didn't work to give you clarity on what's next and what can work. It goes back to hindsight is 2020 and having 2020 vision. For me personally, I've always been on the go. I have wasted so much money traveling, buying things, getting my hair done, getting my nails done. Um, but I have been so still, I don't think I've ever really appreciated the sun and the stars more. I go outside and I walk and I look up in the clouds and I talk to God. I will sit on the deck and I'll look out my window and really appreciate the way the moon shines and the way the stars sit up in the sky. I've never really appreciated my own space more. I've never really valued the people that I can call on more. I've never appreciated the people who show up for me or how I show up for them more. I've never appreciated where I am at this very moment. And it's literally, I feel like a whole new person. Like there, I saw another quote. It was just like, I'm a whole new person because of 2020. And I don't think those are any more truer words. Now, I'm also aware that this is probably a difficult time for some people are strained financially, spiritually, mentally. People are stuck in spaces and places that are symbols of sadness and negativity. People are, you know, people are committing suicide. People are getting laid off. I mean, it's just there's so much peril in the world. But I believe that we all just have to just keep hope alive and just trust that God is there. He's listening and that he will, you know, as my mom always says, he will make a way out of no way. If we just have to keep our faith fired up and ready to go. There's no doubt that these times are scary. They are uncertain. 
They are unpredictable and we're halfway through the year. So who God knows whatever is next, right? But we got to get ourselves ready for it. But just be kind to yourself and give yourself time and, and be agile while we just ride the wave of 2020. This year, again, is wild. And if I could think of it in any type of way, it would be like an extended version of Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is a movie by Bill Murray, a star in Bill Murray, where he lives the same day over and over again. And that's what this feels like. But even in the midst of doing the same thing over and over again, it being chaotic and crazy, God is still present and he's still there. Uh, It's really about the timing of a thing. He's using time and circumstance to get our attention. And even in the midst of all the high stress and all the anxiety, there's still a silver lining. All I hear for 2020 is evolve or repeat. If our country keeps going the same way that it's going, it's just going to repeat. We'll see this again. If we keep killing unarmed black people, we will, all of this will repeat. People will be riding in the streets. There will be social unrest. There will be, you know, retaliations. There'll be a race war. We'll see this again. If we keep burying our hurt and disappointments and things, it will repeat. If we don't take the time to really realize our dreams, we'll continue to be stuck. It will repeat. You get where I'm going? Either you make the change or nothing will ever progress. You know, there's a saying that um, if you keep doing the same thing, you'll get the same results. That's what 2020 is. I think that the universe and God is just telling us the way we've been doing things is not going to work. So God has to shake it up and be like, okay, I'm going to show you why you got to evolve or the world will continue to crumble right before your eyes. So which one will it be for you? Will you evolve or will you repeat? So I hope that this podcast blessed you um, because it definitely blessed me and it's actually absolutely changed my perception. 2020 is about evolving or repeating, but it's also about changing your perception and how you view the world, even in the midst of confusion and how you're going to continue to survive from here on out. Because again, nothing will ever be the same. As always, I'm going to keep giving you more. Make sure you listen, make sure you like, and make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Monique A. Mitchell and on Twitter at Monificent11. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, 2020, it's been a hell of a year, but there's still room for greatness if only we change the way that we see it. Talk to you soon.